0: Hello and welcome to Bougie Adjacent, I'm Amanda Lauren. It is great to be here today. If you are new, welcome. If you want to hear about design, lifestyle, life at home, things I'm interested in, you are in the right place. Um, Let's start with, okay, this is probably going to be a little bit of a shorter episode, a life update, but I want to start with some very exciting news, which is our Ashley Waller um, interview was featured not just on Fab, but um, Heavy ended picking it up as well um, about her talking about Spencer Pratt. And that was so exciting to me. Um, it's always exciting to get excited. It's always exciting to get publicity. I love it. Um, I'm a little bit of a publicity whore, not gonna lie. Um, <laughs> it was so exciting. When I saw it on Fab. I was like, oh, <gasps> Like deep breath, gasp, holy sugar, like wow. Um, and that was so exciting for me. So if you haven't listened to that episode, it's such a good one. Even if you're not into the hills or I guess it's now the hills and new beginnings, but you should definitely listen to that episode. It was fabulous. Um, it was such a good one. I really like Ashley. Um, other things, other things. Um, oh. If you like this show, please rate, subscribe, review, share with a friend. You can follow me on Instagram at It's Amanda Lauren and Twitter at Amanda Lauren. All these links are in the show notes. Okay, okay, let's get down to business like that song that they just won't stop playing anywhere. The big life questions. Um, first of all, I'm recording this right before I go to record with Skinny Vinny, who is. I would say he's an Instagram influencer. He's a YouTuber. He has worked with some of the, with Zackass who is in the new Jackass movie. And he just has an incredibly interesting story, like life story. And he was homeless and literally living in a porta potty. Um, And now he has, he's a lot going on in Hollywood. And it's definitely going to be a different kind of episode than what you've heard before. I mean, definitely the opposite of Chris Loves Julia. But um, (laughs) I'm really, I find his story absolutely compelling. Um, I think he's super interesting. And I think also like seeing the way different people, the show is called Bougie Adjacent. And I think he's sort of becoming, he's on his way to becoming Bougie Adjacent. Um, And he's very, very funny. And I like that. And I think that he has a lot to offer the world. So I had heard him on other podcasts and I had heard him, he was on this podcast that I produce, but sometimes I'm on that show, but mostly I just produce it called Showing Up with Asher Goddessman. But... I highly, which is very different from this show, it's like pure personal development and interviews, but his episode was particularly good and I'm sure he will be particularly amazing, even better on mine. Um, am I allowed to say that? Asher, if you're listening, don't fire me. I actually don't think he's listening. Okay, so let's get down to business. A lot of people have, I've literally gotten calls from like my chiropractor Asking me, I'm not even joking, asking me this question, which is, am I moving to the Hamptons? And the answer is maybe, 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 but probably not now. So we my husband and I were there. This is the second summer we've gone there for two and a half months, um, for the whole summer. And we love it there. Now, I should explain and to be fully transparent in bougie adjacent. It's not our house. First of all, you can't even rent a house there if you want because they go a year in advance. Um, and it is so expensive. Like a cheap summer rental there is, I mean, I'm throwing this number. I'm literally just throwing this number in the air and it's probably wrong. Probably $25,000 is like a cheap house for the month. I'm not even, I'm not even kidding. It's probably more. Um, I mean, some houses there will rent for like half a million, a million dollars just for the summer. It's bonkers. So that is not something that is in our budget right now. And fortunately, um, his parents' house is, well, first of all, it's bigger than our one-bedroom apartment. um, That's for sure. And they have an acre. And it's this traditional older house that, is it has instead of like these new open floor plans it has a lot of little rooms a lot of spaces so we're all really comfortable there i get along really well with his mom um i feel like we would be besties if we were the same age i i love her um and his dad is such a character so we just have so much fun out there um la is hard i love i'll tell you something i'm gonna sound really sentimental and probably annoying right now but If you can have an East Coast summer, have an East Coast summer. Like if you live on the West Coast or someplace else, East Coast summers are so magical. Um, I grew up on the East Coast. I grew up in New York and we did not summer in the Hamptons. We summered in Pennsylvania. Um, How big of an asshole am I that I use summer as a verb? Using summer as a verb is something I love to do, but it's it's really like the epitome of arrogance. We summer in Nantucket, but... (laughs) Um, we grew up, um, I grew up summering in the Poconos, which is where my parents have a house and I love my parents. I don't really want to spend two and a half months with them. There's also not as much to do out there. They also do not have in their guest bedroom, they have like a full size bed and not a queen size bed. And I said this to my mom, she's like, why don't you guys stay longer? I'm like, because your bed is not big enough for two people and a small dog, um, and that's because um so my mom's like we would have just bought you guys a new bed if you wanted to stay there for the summer. So maybe next summer. I I don't know. But we were in the Hamptons for two and a half months and it was it was fabulous. Oh, before I get like Nikki Philippide, ooh, ooh, was that does anyone watch YouTube? That was a fun scandal. Um the reason why I say small dog is because we do have a bulldog he doesn't travel very well so we do not rehome him for the summer for the summer um that was a mika Stoffer reference as you can see i've spent the whole summer just watching youtube videos it's been fabulous um no um now no one knows what i'm talking about who listens to this podcast and they've just clicked off um so our bulldog milo stays here with um we have house sitters for him who are here all the time it's not like we just have like a dog walker for two and a half months come in three times a day um we had a family friend and then a personal friend stay here um stay here with Milo um I think we will bring him next summer um and I'll explain why in a minute um but um yeah It's just, it's better for him. He's totally happy. He gets tons of attention. It is a long time and we do feel guilty about it to be completely honest. It's hard. It's hard having a large dog and we bring Lulu because she's a small dog. She also, unlike Milo, She has really bad separation anxiety for me. So we can't really leave her. She also travels very well. And um, my in-laws have two dachshunds that are a little bit bigger than she is. And they all get along really well. It's a lot of fun. So the dogs have a good time. I have a good time. The husband has a good time. He plays a lot of golf. Um, And I love it out there. As for are we going to move there... Maybe, maybe, maybe. Okay. So here's the thing. I, it's so funny because my whole life, I always thought I would want to live in like a big city. And so did my husband. We always thought like, We would stay in LA or maybe move back to New York, but that'll never happen. We're never going to move back to New York to the city. Um, It's just total. My husband and I both grew up in New York City near each other, uh, but didn't know each other. And unfortunately, New York City has changed so much in the past few years. It's just not where we grew up. And I I wish, I wish that were not true, but that's that's reality. It's also the cost of living there, it's funny. I was having um I was having a coffee with someone who is bicostal. And he spends, I think he spends more time in New York than in LA, but he said to me, this is a very good, I'm stealing this expression, is the juice worth the squeeze? And I don't think the juice is worth the squeeze in New York City anymore. Um, I think, not to get political, but fuck it, like I'll get political. I think de Blasio was a horrible mayor who ruined the city. Um, And I I don't only blame it on him. Um, You can't, I mean, like he's not God, I can't blame it on him entirely but um, it's just not, the cost of living there is just so bonkers. I honestly think the cost of living in all the places that I like is bonkers. Um, But I'll tell you, the Hamptons and the Hamptons, the juice might be worth the squeeze. Um, You know, my husband and I sort of love the concept of a town, of living in a town. Now, where we live in LA, which is like Hancock Park, Largemont Village, it does have more of a town feeling than the rest of the city. We can, if you're unfamiliar with the area, like I walk five minutes and there's a little main street with shops and restaurants and it's small and there's not a ton of stuff, but like we can go out to dinner if I need to get like, I don't know, uh makeup I can buy makeup if I need to get a cute outfit I can get a cute outfit um it's really great and we're very very privileged to live in such a nice neighborhood um and we do love LA that's the other thing too like we love our life here I love the weather that's the one thing I'll tell you that I don't like about the east coast is except in the summer where it's like warm and whatever I don't like being cold like I just don't like it it is not for me. I am an outdoor girl. I love eating outside, not even just during a pandemic, just like in general. Um, and the problem with LA, well, I'll tell you the good things about the Hampton. So. I don't think, it's also a very expensive place to live, but there are other options. It's funny because the house that we're in is in East Hampton. We would probably not live in East Hampton. As much as I love his family, I don't want to be like super close um the area that would be affordable and I use affordable loosely because it's not affordable to buy there would probably be like the springs which is sort of the wooded area and it's beautiful I like it okay I like it it's like the cool sort of artisty area I guess it's artisty and cool as you could get for the Hamptons um but I just my husband doesn't like it as much it's funny, we were visiting friends in this area called Hampton Bays, which is like at sort of at the beginning of the Hamptons. It is technically part of Southampton and it is significantly less expensive than the rest of the Hamptons. Um, and it's cute. It is also much closer to the city because so many, the here's another problem with the Hamptons the traffic is actually worse than LA. Now, I know that's hard to believe. But there is literally one major road that connects all of the little... The Hamptons is basically a bunch of little towns on the eastern end of Long Island all put together. And there is one main road that connects them. When we were going, when we were going to the airport when we were leaving, it literally took us an hour and a half on a Monday morning to get out of the Hamptons. And that's not, like that is really not good. So, anyway, what, um, what's going, so anyway, I don't know, (sighs) very organized (laughs) here doing this podcast, but I did want to do a quick life update. Um, so we might, we might look there next summer. We're going to explore Hampton Bays. We're going to explore West Hampton, just areas. Those are the parts that are a little bit closer to the city. Not that I think we'd be going to the city a lot, um. But I don't know if I'm a, like, I love the Hamptons. I don't know if I'm a suburban kind of girl, to be honest. I really like walking to things. I don't really like big box stores, except for Ikea. Not Ikea, <laughs> just kidding. Um, except for Trader Joe's, obviously. But I'm not, I don't know. And I don't know if I'm ready, if we are ready to leave LA just yet. So I think that in the meantime, every summer we can go to the Hamptons, we will. Um, And I think that this year we're also going to explore some other parts of Southern California that are in commuting distance to LA proper. Um, My husband hates the idea of Orange County also because he's never been there. Now I'm not shitting on him he just like literally won't go because he hears he reads like horror stories of things that happen in Orange County um but I was saying to Ashley on the podcast and I don't know if it made the episode if I edited that out but I was basically saying like so she she and Jason live in Orange County and I'm like that's kind of my dream um so we're going to explore Orange County as a potential place to live this year because it is um I had an ex-boyfriend whose family lived in Laguna, and um, this was before I met my husband. And I spent like quite a bit of time in Laguna, and I absolutely loved it. And to me, that might be the perfect small town. I still kind of, I don't know, we have to look. It's also, again, very expensive to live there unless you are super inland. And I don't know if that's for us either. We like the idea of a coastal town. Um, This is the bougiest Um, it's just the bougiest thing I've like ever said. Um, we like the idea of a coastal town, but it's true. So I don't, again, I don't know. The other place that we both love is Carlsbad, which is the, I believe it's considered North County, San Diego, but please no one get mad at me if that's not technically correct. It is the first area or one of the first areas in San Diego past Camp Pendleton which is where San Diego starts which is like a military base and it's a small town. It's gorgeous. Swirl Boutique is there. I get to see Lisa a lot which would be cool Um, and I go there for day trips sometimes and it is far but we could also but it's it's really only an hour and a half without traffic and I've even in traffic it's like two and a half hours. Which isn't that far away, so I really love it. So if you, that's another place we're probably going to spend time. We might look. Um, We're definitely not buying anything right now. Um, And even if we really wanted to, I would. I would like to rent someplace else for a year and then decide if I want to live there before making a big decision. But we also may stay here. I don't know. It's very. It's very hard. Like I said, I love LA. But a lot of, I mean, this is a truth and I'm going to sound really, listen, some people might hate me for saying this, but the fact is the life I had here a year and a half ago is nothing like my life now. Um, As a writer, it's, you know, and the truth is this, I want to host a show on HGTV. Like that's, that's really like my current dream. That would be my dream in life, to get to work, to get to be on HGTV. And being a writer, though, and being a design expert is definitely not bad. Like, there are so many... Listen, there are people cleaning out the fucking bathrooms at Taco Bell right now. That's a shitty job. No pun intended. Like, there is... There's so many, like, I don't want to complain about my job, but listen, when I signed up to be a writer, when I decided this was going to be my career, you know, I did it because there was flexibility and the fact that, like, yeah, you're behind a computer all day and there's something isolating about it, but also, like, I would get to go to events and parties and do all of these and walk red carpets and do all of these amazingly superficial things that I truly enjoy, um, and luncheons and whatever, but... Now that's not the case. It's not the life I'm living. And I understand that that is everyone during the pandemic. Okay. And I understand I'm saying this at a place of, from a place of incredible privilege. At the same time, I'm losing my fucking mind in a one bedroom apartment that could be, we could be renting a house in the Valley for by the way, I'm very, I'm not editing out the dings in the background. Allie Levine, who's going to be on this show in a few weeks, um, is texting me. <laughs> um, and I'm going to talk more about certain things with her um, that I haven't talked about on this show. I'm going to be on her show. She's going to be on this one. We're going to swap. So um, I don't know. It's it's hard. So I feel like now at this point, especially because we're going to have a kid, And no, I'm not pregnant yet. Okay, wait, let me just say this. I want a larger space because we will have a kid. Um, I am not pregnant right now. Actually, I could be pregnant right now, but it's too early to test. Um, And because I had a miscarriage and we didn't actually, we didn't make a pregnancy announcement. um, I think we were very close to doing it when we found out that we lost the baby. I don't know when I'm going to reveal that I'm pregnant. Um, I think I will throw down a lot of hints. I think I will be writing a lot about children's decor when I'm pregnant and maybe not say I'm pregnant. Um, I don't know. It's, it's hard. It's really hard losing, losing a baby. It's the hardest thing I've ever been through. I'm still extremely traumatized by it. I'm still angry about it. And again, um, when I'm on Allie's podcast, I'm going to share every detail of what happened because I, I just, okay. So this is the other thing. I may, I actually don't want to give birth in California. Unfortunately, um, I have not had a positive hospital experience here. Um, and I understand most hospital experiences aren't positive, but, um, the hospital where I would probably give birth, which is Providence, St. Joe's, um, I just had a horrible experience there and, um, I said this on the podcast with Liz Bentley, but basically, um, to make a long story short, I went to the emergency room because I had a dead baby inside of me for two months and they wouldn't even let me see a regular doctor, only a physician's assistant. There's a physician's assistant who does my fucking Botox. Do you really think that like, and I was literally like, this is the point. Like, I don't think that they're qualified. In my situation, I didn't think the person who treated me well nice was qualified to treat me. And the doctor didn't want to see me and didn't want to be bothered. Again, I'm going to share all the details. But we'll probably, if I'm pregnant right now, or if I get pregnant in the next few months... I will definitely, more likely than not, unless um, my husband is to stay here for work, I think that we will be giving birth um, at Southampton Hospital. In addition to that, my family lives on Long Island. Well, some of my family lives on Long Island. And my parents spend the summers in Pennsylvania. So they're like four hours away unfortunately sorry I'm such a downer my father is old enough to be my grandfather I have a sister a half sister who's really old enough to be my mom Um, and sadly he's not he's okay but I don't think that he's going to be able to travel to California to see the baby I think it will probably be too much for him Um, so between that the fact that I want family around and the fact that I just don't have a real distaste and distrust for most medical services except for cosmetic ones (laughs) gotta throw in a joke in California um we'll probably have the baby there and maybe we'll go for like four months so I will definitely be that person with the newborn baby on the plane who everyone fucking hates um that is my that is my goal um so, I don't know. It's hard. it's weird. I hope everyone's okay with the fact that I have been talking a little bit about my miscarriage. Uh, I just want to put it out there that if you've had one or you've been through, like, you are not alone. It happens to so many women. Um, it's hard, man. It's so hard. I know. This is such a downer. And the next episode is going to be really fun. So... That's that's where I'm at. I also thought I would share very quickly before I go because I've got to get ready to go see Skinny Vinny and I've got to post this, which is I am, I don't know about you, maybe I'll do a whole episode on this, but one thing I've become, I want to sort of share things I'm obsessed with on this podcast. And one thing is like decluttering and minimalist lifestyle videos on YouTube. Oh my freaking gosh, am I obsessed. I have been watching all these decluttering videos and all of these lifestyle, like minimalist lifestyle videos and what, and then I came home from the Hamptons and I literally threw out probably 15 garbage bags worth of things and moved a lot of stuff around and changed up all this stuff in my apartment because I'm just like, I must purge. And it's weird. I'm like, what am I going to have to throw out? And then I realized I had had all of these things just sitting around for the longest time, just like collecting dust, things I didn't wear, things that did not fit right anymore. Because when you have, unfortunately, my body changed when I had a miscarriage. Um, Also because, and again, I feel like I keep saying this, but I'll get into like the hormonal aspects of what happened, but it totally ruined my hormones because I had Really, in t- real, true medical neglect for months during this. I am seeing a different doctor now if anyone is wondering who's qualified and knows what she's doing and cares about women. Um, but anyway, oh, I'm going to have to go in a minute because it sounds like they're using a leaf blower outside. I feel like that's time. Okay. I will talk, but anyway, here are some minimalist mamas that I'm super into on YouTube Sarah Therese. I love, love, love her videos. I love her minimalist lifestyle. I love her style. It's very much the opposite of mine. By the way, I am not becoming a minimalist. I do feel inspired by it though. Um, another one I really like is Delilah Lepke. Um, it's Lepke, L-O-E-P-K-Y, Life. They're very similar. They're like, it's funny because Delilah's a Mennonite, but she doesn't cover her hair. Um, I also like to watch any sort of like Mennonites on YouTube. I don't know why. I think it's because like I went to college in central Pennsylvania. Um, Bucknell, if anyone is wondering. (laughs) Um, And there were Mennonites there and I'm just sort of fascinated. I think I'm sort of fascinated by simpler lifestyles. Um, She doesn't do much decluttering, but I love the cottage fairy. Her videos are super like soothing to watch. So I've just been super into YouTube lately. I've been into reorganizing. I've been into throwing out. I think that a lot of this will also be reflected in my content for the next few months. Um, Oh my gosh. Okay, that thing is getting loud. It's getting annoying. And I have got to go get ready to see Skinny Vinny. So um, thank you so much for listening to Bougie Adjacent. Have a good week. See you next week. Um, I'm going to be doing a lot more of these solo episodes. DM me if you have any ideas, any feedback, if you've been enjoying this again, please subscribe, rate, review, share with a friend. Um, and I will and if you tag me on Instagram with this episode, I will restore you. Um, my name is Amanda Lauren and thank you for listening.